0: Hey, Kevin Draves here with the howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time, and sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box, and now they're introducing 3 new systems, the new L2, XL2, and M2. All feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. National Basketball Association, I love this game. Seven in the playoffs, the NBA Finals. Six minutes away from your team's first right title. Side, right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Translations, yeah. every yeah. yeah. play fundamental, vital. Each, Each game is survival. Never you trust the right music that you found, like the Miami Heat South Beach, they be showing us stuff. Take it up. Outbreak, shatter your the rim. Money, gun, who fuck? National Basketball Association. To the rim. Reach. Shoot that thing out. Hello everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Road Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. All right, the final week of the regular season is upon us. Week number 12. And I got to say, tons of great matchups this week. And honestly, one of the biggest matchups of the week is our first game. And that actually is the. Blazer 5 Gaming taking on T-Wolves Gaming. Now, this is going to be a very important game for the T-Wolves, not only because this is going to give them a chance to make the playoffs. You win this game, and that's going to put you into the postseason. But now you're taking on arguably the best team in the league. So not only would a win solidify you as a playoff team, but it would also show that you're not not just a team that's going to go quietly into the night. You're going to actually be able to make... A uh, a postseason impact, and that's going to be huge. Now, uh, during a large portion of this game, uh, it was it was one of those things where I thought the T Wolves did not look as good as you had hoped, given how how well they played over their last few games. They're on a nice little win streak. Now, of course, uh, you know very few teams are as good as Blazer Five. Blazer Five coming to this matchup, thir fourteen and one. They have a single loss, so that just tells you how difficult it is because Blazer Five are ...on a 14-game winning streak. So, to start off the game, it was all Blazer 5. And actually, they end the quarter... Uh, ...the first quarter, that is, on a 12-2 to run... ...and up by 10 points going into the second quarter. But after that, you really started to see uh, the T-Wolves team... ...that you had seen uh, previously over the last number of games because they're on their own win streak as well. They actually went on a 7-0 run of their own in that second quarter. And I would say, ultimately, throughout that whole second quarter, I was very impressed with what you got from the T-Wolves. Now, just like that, though, uh, they played a good quarter, but Blazer 5 still winning. And part of the issue you ran into is that Blazer 5 are so good that the T-Wolves, no matter how well they were playing, it just seemed like they didn't have enough to take the lead or to uh, get close enough to maybe take that next jump, unfortunately. Now, how about this? Uh, This Now, again, we always talk about every week how important it is to tune in if you can live, but if you can't, there's lots of opportunities to watch. And if you miss this game, I promise you, you want to go back and watch it. Twitch, YouTube, watch the highlights. If you need to watch the full game, you have lots of different options. And so I promise you, this is a game that you don't want to miss if you already did. And that is because it came down exactly to the wire. Think about this. T-Wolves Gaming with their last possession of the game. So they actually had the shot to take the shot to win it all. It was a tie game, 53-53. T-Wolves bear to beast. They ISO him. So it's, it's one of those things where at the end of game situations, every team is a little different. Uh, T-Wolves in real life, that's a team that have done a lot of ISO when they had Tom Thibodeau as their coach. And this is how the play broke down. So isolation with Bear to Beast as they're getting down to the wire. He was able to use that isolation to drive in. And as the defense tried to stop him, he threw it out to turn up defense in the corner, hits the shot with 0.2 seconds remaining. And just like that. T-Wolves get a fantastic win. Final score, 56-53. to T-Wolves take it. Honestly, one of the, probably, I mean, it's got to be the biggest win in T-Wolves gaming history. Very, very impressive. And and on top of that, you had so many performances from the Wolves uh, that you can really build off of going into postseason play. Taking a look at your player of the game, i got to give it to Bear to Beast. 15 points, 2 rebounds, 12 assists. Just three turnovers, three of four from three, five of seven. How about that efficiency? Two of two at the line. So much to like. I am a huge fan of the Timberwolves gaming team, not just because I'm from Minnesota, but I really like what they've done ever since they made their changes that they did, and hopefully they can continue to work. As far as Blazer 5 is concerned, they are still going to be the team to beat come playoff time. And again, now the Wolves have proven at least they have the ability to do so. The guy I want to shout out is Mama, I'm that Man for Blazer 5. 26 points, 10 assists, a block. Although five turnovers is not ideal. You'd hope for a little bit of performance there. But ultimately, this is a solid team. Uh, both these teams, actually. And, and uh, surprisingly, uh, you talk about uh, how important it is to win the turnover battle as well as get the most assists. Wolves did just that 18-13 to 13 as far as assists and nine turnovers to 10 by Blazer 5. And that is first game of the week. 12 slate. Now we have Bucks Gaming taking on Knicks Gaming. Ended up being a very good matchup. Now, just like we saw in Week 11, this matchup is very similar. You have a team with nothing to lose, trying to play spoiler in the Knicks. And actually, the Knicks are actually looking, if they win this game, that's two wins in a row, which doesn't seem like much. But when you're about to end your season, you're not going to make the playoffs. And it's a rough season, to say the least. You're hoping for any sort of positive that you can get uh, going into the end of the year uh, to take into the next season. You also want to take a look at who are we going to keep? Because, obviously, you don't just get to keep your entire roster. There's obviously going to be some talk about uh, which players on the roster are going to be next, next year as well. So that's the kind of thing you're looking for. And, of course, across the way, you have a team in the Bucks that are really just trying to make the playoffs. And they've got a, an outside chance of doing so, but they've got to start out by winning this game. And looking uh, early on at this game, you definitely thought that was a chance. First quarter... And you had the Bucks uh, came out pretty hot. 17-13 uh, to 13 was what they were winning by after one quarter. But after that first quarter, things really changed for both teams. Now that second quarter really was the deciding factor, I would say, in this basketball game. The Knicks just on fire. How about this? So they had a... 10 point advantage early on uh, with a 12 to two run which was very fantastic but that wasn't where they stopped they ended up fully so when the quarter was over 25 to 11 was the difference we talk about how really good some of these defensive teams have been in terms of holding uh, teams to single digits in a quarter but while they didn't hold to single digits to to take what was a four point deficit, and all of a sudden, you win a quarter by 14 points. That's just a huge swing. And you go into halftime with all this momentum. I mean, honestly, super impressive. So you're talking they're up 10 points after the first half. You had really good distance shooting from the Knicks. On top of that, they were very efficient overall. And that's what you want to see from a team that's uh, just kind of trying to find a way to to end the season positively. Jump to the third quarter, and unfortunately, you had the Knicks continuing uh, to play as well as they did. Now, you had a couple times where the Bucks would make a little bit runs, and actually going into the fourth quarter, you actually had just a six-point lead for the Knicks, but that was as close as they really got. And unfortunately, they lose this game, and they do lose their chance at making the postseason. Final score in this game, 62-56, to you have the Knicks beating the Bucs. Uh, a good example, by the way, we talked about the importance of defense, right? That 25-11 to 11 in the second quarter was huge. And here, you look at the third quarter, the Bucs were able to hold the Knicks to eight points, but here's the problem. They only scored 12 points of their own, and that's not going to get the job done. Fourth quarter, completely even, 16-16, to 16, just not much to like if you're a Bucks fan. And unfortunately, that puts an end to their postseason hopes. As far as the Knicks are concerned, player of the game, I'm gonna give it to Goofy. Twelve 15 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. Five turnovers isn't great, but that seven or twelve efficiency is solid. For the Bucks, Plondo, very solid game. Thirty-two points, four rebounds, an assist, two blocks, four turnovers. You know, thirteen and twenty-five. That's okay. You'd like to see a little better, but two of six from three, I mean, that's not bad either. Ultimately, Bucks fall again. 56-62. Knicks take it. Next game on the docket, we have Jazz Gaming taking on Lakers Gaming. Who will be the victor in this, what ends up being a very close matchup? Another similar game where you have the Jazz trying to find a way to make it into the playoffs, and the Lakers are long since forgotten. They have been out of the playoff picture for a very long time, and so They're trying to find a way to end the season on a positive note, and the Jazz still trying to find a way to make it into the playoffs. Uh, As far as this game is concerned, this is a very, very good matchup. And like we'd say every week, if you miss some of these games, I definitely strongly suggest you check them out. Take a look on Twitch, YouTube. You can look at highlights. You can look at full games. You have a bevy of options uh, available to you. And, of course, every week we come at you here on the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio, another way to find out about what's happening in the 2K League, players that are playing well, standings, and, of course, who's going to make it into the playoffs. For this game specifically – but a very good matchup. Both teams uh, really have different reasons for wanting to be competitive in this game. Now, uh, the Jazz, for the most part, really played well in this game. Consistency has been, a key for the, or has been something they've been lacking throughout the season. You might have one game here or there where they look really good, and the next game, You kind of wonder what happens. The issue for the Lakers, and you really saw this late in the game, is the Lakers tend to make mistakes. And this game was really no different. Now, one of the reasons why this game ended up being as good as it was was that the Lakers actually were very, very solid from three-point range. And that ended up being uh, the big difference maker. In fact, this game ended up going into overtime So just kind of breaking down how the game went. A very solid first quarter with the Jazz only having a single-point advantage. Quarter 2, you look at the Lakers' single-point advantage there, and all of a sudden we're tied at halftime. Jump into the second half, and uh, I will say consistency for the Lakers. Look at this scoring as it breaks down. Quarter 1, 11 points. Quarter 2, 15. Quarter 3, 16. And quarter 4, 16 again. But here's the problem you ran into. Uh, Consistency, again, from the Jazz, 12, 14, 13, 19. So the Lakers actually had a three-point advantage going into the fourth, and the Jazz were able to do enough to take this game into overtime. And the reason why, again, we talk about the importance of three-point shooting, And on the game, the Lakers had double the three-point makes from the Jazz, and that was a big reason why they were able to stay with them, because for most of the game, the Jazz dominated many of the statistical categories. And you jump into overtime, Lakers, unfortunately, did what Lakers do. They made some mistakes, uh, which was definitely not a huge surprise. You know, the end of the game with 10 turnovers to just the nine for the Jazz, not a huge difference, but... Even that one turnover can make a difference, but they looked sloppy in overtime, and they only score five points in that overtime period. The Jazz get 11, and the Jazz get the win, keeping their playoff hopes. Uh, you know, they're, they're holding on by a thread, but it is still possible at this point. They win this game 69-63 to as your final. For the Jazz, player of the game, no questions asked, Rhea, who is absolutely fantastic. Look at this stat line, 41 points. Eight rebounds, six assists, a steal, just three turnovers, and three blocks, actually. 15 of 26 from the field, two of four from three, nine of nine from the free throw line. Absolutely fantastic. The unfortunate part for Rhea, you look at the rest of the Jazz, no one else hits double digits. Now, again, a guy gets 41 points. That's not too surprising, but you'd like to see uh, some other guys maybe score a little more. But the one thing I will say is you had seven points from Compete, seven from Deeds, Eight from Lottie, six from Gliz, so you did get a lot of guys getting uh, some decent scoring and pretty efficient as well. I mean, as a team, 28 of 46, the difference, of course, like we talked about, was three-point shooting was not great. Uh, Four of nine, they didn't really attempt a lot of threes, but that's just something to watch for. The Lakers, they did have more threes, but also they took a lot more. They were eight of 21, so double the threes, but a lot of misses, too. Uh, looking at the Lakers, player of the game. How about this? Another 41-point performance. Kev was fantastic. 41. He had 41 points, 3 rebounds, 3 steals, just 2 turnovers. And he alone was 7 of 10 from the 3-point line. How about that? Very, very impressive. 15 of 23 overall. Uh, we talked about the Lakers having 8 3-pointers. Kev had 7 of them. So super impressive from him. And again, your final score in this one. Jazz take it 69-63 over Laker Gaming. Two more games on night number one of week 12. Next up, we have Grizz Gaming taking on Warriors Gaming. The Grizz Gaming team has been very interesting, to say the least. And this is a game where we're not going to dive too much into this. But if you want to see a dominant performance, again, check out YouTube. Check out Twitch. This was an absolute manhandling. The Grizz just dominated uh, Warriors Gaming. One thing we've seen in a lot of these games where it's a it's kind of a blowout is you'll see maybe an, a pretty even start, and then one of the teams just kind of takes over, not in this game. It was all Grizz gaming from the start. They won this game wire to wire, honestly, it was never close. in fact, you could argue the closest it ever was was the ten point uh advantage the Grizz had after one quarter but I mean look at this twenty one to eleven in the first twenty four to thirteen in the second, twenty to eleven in the third twenty one to 18 in the fourth. How about that four quarters where you scored over 20 points? You don't see that too often in the 2K League. Just super impressive from the Grizz as, uh, you know, obviously uh, the, the Warriors now, Warriors are making the playoffs as they did win that ticket tournament. But man, uh, this is not the way you want to end your season. Uh, regular season, I should say, as the Warriors are considered, uh, they are going to the playoffs. So it's a little rough to say the least in that regard. Uh, Your final score, by the way, 86-53. to And, uh, you know, as one person put it, there's a lot of times where you have uh, a few players here or there that shoot well, but not as a whole team. This was a game where, for the Grizzlies, you just had really, really solid shooting, uh, I think, from start to finish. Part of the problem you ran into here is that the Warriors... Come into this game; they've already got their ticket punched. Now, I would disagree when someone says they don't have anything to play for. I actually think you're playing for momentum and some solid play going into the playoffs. Whereas the Grizz are fighting for a playoff spot, though. I get that, and so it's it's definitely a little bit of a mixed bag. And we'll see how these teams do: Grizzlies if they do make the playoffs, and Warriors if they uh, maybe make a run, as they already are in the playoffs. But I'm not I'm not real thrilled with the Warriors' chances. I will say, going into the playoffs. Uh, This is a real negative way to start things off Uh, for the Warriors as they lose this one. I will give a shout out though to Type, Uh, just a solid stat line six points, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals, no turnovers. Not a bad stat line from him for Grizz Gaming. We always give a shout out to Authentic African, one of my favorite players in the league. 15 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, three steals, a block, two turnovers only and you know what? Every single player was in double digits. We talk about how good the shooting was. 35 of 44 as a team, 12 of 17 from three. That's one of the best offensive performances efficiency-wise that we've ever seen in the 2K League, and the Grizz are hoping to take that and find a way to make it into the playoffs. Last game of night number one for week 12, we do have Jazz Gaming taking on Kingsguard. Jazz, of course, one earlier and now they are f- trying to find a way to just creep into the playoffs as they do have a small chance to do so still. Jazz had everything to play for while the Kings already in, going to be in the playoffs didn't have as much to play for. Again, I thought there's a big difference here. We talked about the Warriors and how maybe last game you wanted to see more from them. The the thing I like about what you got from the Kings in this game. Now, Uh, ultimately the Kings do lose this game, but I felt like they played very free and a very entertaining. uh, It was a very entertaining game just in the fact that they were very loose and they clearly, while they didn't need to win, it's not like they phoned in. I felt like the Warriors phoned it in a little bit in that last game, Uh, but this was a very solid game. Jazz gaming, by the way, they come into this week with an outside chance of making the playoffs, as we've talked about, but it's not up to them. So they could win both their games, and it won't, And it might not even matter. But they did everything that was at least in their power by getting both of those wins, and they finished the season 8-8, eight eight, so 500 record. Uh, nothing wrong with that. This was a solid victory. Again, I don't know that the Kings gave it – a hundred. I think they uh, they probably coasted just a little bit, but either way, the Jazz do what they needed to do, and I felt like the Kings did just enough, where they don't need to feel like they're in a negative place uh, going into the playoffs. Taking a look at, uh, you know, I would say uh, the only the, the big difference maker in this game. We've talked about this in other times. Was that second quarter twenty four to ten was the difference in that second quarter where the Jazz took it, and that really ended up being ultimately the difference maker in this game. Uh, For the Jazz, player of the game, going to go to Lottie. 29 points, six six assists, one steal, just a single turnover. And taking a look at Kingsguard, you got to really give some props to BP. 46 points, six assists, a steal, just three turnovers. 17 of 29, seven of 15th and three. Kudos to you, man. BP with a solid, solid performance. That does it for the first night's action of Week 12. Again, final score, Jazz Gaming. Take this one 71-66 over Kingsguard Gaming. This is one of those games, actually, we haven't seen a lot of where it's two teams actually fighting for the playoffs. And here's the difference. You go into this game. Now, if it works out a certain way, not only will one of these two teams benefit, but the Celtics could actually benefit as well. So going into this game, all the Celtics players, I'm sure, were watching closely. If the Grizz win and the Magic lose, Celtics crossover actually would be guaranteed a playoff spot. So that's going to be a, a huge thing to watch for as we go into this game. Uh, very interesting, to say the least. Now, the Grizzlies, of course, Uh, looking to find a way to finish the season above 500, and they're looking to uh, really get into, maybe solidify, uh, at least have a stronger opportunity to make it into the playoffs. Funny thing is, this game can be defined by one thing, and you talk about the revenge game in sports, uh, and you sometimes see it here in 2K League, and that's something to keep in mind as we go over this game, as earlier in the season, you had the magic. uh, They traded for Toxic by giving up Cal Mav. Uh, So something to keep in mind as you're watching this game. Uh, But of course, so early on in this game, you got uh, a very good back and forth. In fact, uh, the Grizz, though, were able to really string together a a very nice second quarter. that, And we've talked about this in a few of the other games this week. But the second quarter seems to be the time where teams either shine or don't shine. And the Grizz took that 18-8 to advantage. And they have a 10-point lead uh, going into the half. Now, third quarter, Magic were able to come back just a bit. But they really never seemed to be able to get over the hump. And in that fourth quarter, the Grizz shined once again. And actually end up winning this game, I would say, uh, in large part. Like we talked about to Kel Mav, who clearly had a revenge game thinking. Now, just to go over a little bit more of specifics, so they had a 17-3 run in that second quarter, the Grizz did, and that really ended up being uh, the biggest difference in this game as the final score was 58-45. Grizzlies do take it. Now, the Grizzlies are not guaranteed a spot yet, and the Magic actually still have a chance to make the playoffs, but obviously this hurts their chances and helps the Grizz, And like we talked about earlier, Celtics crossover with the Grizz winning this game, Celtics crossover are now officially in the playoffs. So interesting there. Another thing that's kind of crazy, and and you want to talk about why you might lose a game, in the first half for the Magic, they were held to single digits in both the first and second quarters. Now, the Grizz had single digits as well in that first quarter, but... Man, you got to be a little more consistent than that if you're the Magic, if you want to find a way to win a game. And this was a pretty big game for them, and they just unfortunately couldn't find a way to pull off the victory. I'm going to go with player of the game nods to authentic African. 10 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, just 3 turnovers. But, of course, we talked about the importance of Cal Mav. 14 points. Didn't do a whole lot other than scoring, but but it was really nice to have kind of a – you already have Authentic African. You hope for a secondary guy, which you got in Vandy, and then you get a third guy in double digits. It makes all the difference. For the Magic, I'm going to give kind of the guy, the guy you want to shout out would be Reezy. 13 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, although 8 turnovers. That leaves a bad taste in your mouth. In fact, 8 turnovers for Reezy was the same amount of turnovers the entire Grizzlies team had, and that's not how you're going to find a way to win a basketball game. 58 45 Grizz Gaming of course over Magic Gaming in this first first matchup of night number 2 week 12. Next up we have Celtics Crossover taking on Pacers Gaming. Now of course the Celtics come into this game and they they don't necessarily need to have a win although they probably like one as we talked about earlier you want to have some positive momentum going into the playoffs. That's very very important. Pacers of course trying to fight for a playoff spot have a lot more to play for as they have not uh, already made it into the postseason picture coming into this game the pacers really needed to win they've been struggling as of late they had to get some positivity not only because if you're going to make the postseason you don't want to be backing in but uh, they did uh, lose the last two games before this one so it was really uh, this is a make or break game for them and it had to be uh, something that really worked out for them now uh, Pacers actually made some changes coming into this game. They put uh, Mady in at point guard. And Swizzirk was actually made to a pure sharp shooting, shooting guard. And Wolf, 74, was now going to be a slashing defender at small forward. And honestly, if you watch this game, it made a huge Huge difference. Uh, Swizzirk was able to score more points than we've ever seen from him. uh, Got 32 points. How about this? 9 of 14 from the three-point line. That's one of the best stat lines we've ever seen in a 2K League game as far as three-point shooting is concerned. Now, uh, defensively, we talked about a slashing defender at small forward, Wolf 74. Was absolutely fantastic at that. Was able to do a really good job on the defensive end. But he also scored a, a number of points. Uh, was very solid on the offensive end. So getting a t- nice two-way contribution from him made a huge difference. Now, while we talk about how solid certain aspects of the Pacers game were, and you know they started off pretty strong. They were out to a five-point lead, winning 19-14 to after the first quarter. Second quarter was actually very even. Third quarter... Pacers, yet again, came out swinging. All of a sudden, it's a nine-point lead going into the fourth quarter. There were moments in that fourth quarter where the Pacers, you know, really struggled a bit and and you didn't necessarily um, see what you wanted to see during that fourth quarter But again, it was just for moments, and ultimately, uh, despite a couple Celtics runs, they the Pacers had done enough, and they did enough to get a nice win, eighty-one to sixty-nine. Pacers beat Celtics crossover. This was a huge win for them. Uh, Taking a look at statistics, four out of five guys for the Pacers were in double-digit scoring, and in fact, we're going to give this. uh, We're not going to give be a most valuable player. This is a most valuable team award. The whole team, I would say, was fantastic. Whether it was, uh, a, you know, Lord Bezos, how about this? Just four points, but seven rebounds, five assists. Everyone was really contributing. Just a solid team win for the Celtics. A nice game for OFAB, 24 points, 14 assists, two steals, just three turnovers. A lot to like from him. Again, your final score, 81-69, to Pacers over Celtics crossover. Next game up, we have Raptors Uprising taking on Knicks Gaming. Knicks Gaming, of course, trying to extend that little uh, end-of-the-year win streak to three games. We'll see what they're able to do here. Raptors Uprising, of course, trying to win this game and find a way to get to or finish the season, I should say, at 500. Now, this is an interesting game only in the sense that runs were definitely the key to this game. Raptors GC started the game on a 17-6 to run, and they were up 20-11 to after the first quarter. We talk about how important runs were in that second quarter. You had a bit of a run by the Knicks, and they were actually able to get it to within seven points. But honestly, that was really all they could do. And after that second quarter, this game was really ultimately over. A third quarter 14-0 run to start off by Raptors Uprising, and they continued to build that. And this is, honestly, one of the... Uh, the worst quarters that you'll ever see as far as a team play and that was the third quarter by the Knicks Raptors won that quarter 29 to 5 that is not a typo you did not hear me wrong 29 to 5 now what are we? Gonna, I guess we could credit the Knicks. They won the fourth quarter, but at that point, it didn't even matter. They fail to really do much in this game. You, you can't overcome a five-point quarter where you do where you give up 29 points. I mean, you're just not doing that. I, I will say this. If you did that maybe in the first quarter, that'd be something, but uh, it, it's just not enough. And actually, I take that back. The Knicks did win quarter two as well, but just by two points, and, and that was on that little run that they went on that got it to within seven, but... This game was never really in question, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Not one of the better games to watch. The Knicks, uh, unfortunately, could not get it done, could not bring that win streak to three games. Raptors uprising uh, finished the season at 500. Final score in this one at 79-52. to uh, These are two teams that are not obviously involved in the playoffs. So we'll see what their offseason and what their next season holds. We'll see what the the roster makeup ends up being. But again, your final 79-52, Raptors beat the Knicks. For the Raptors, player of the game, what a fantastic game for King Quay, who honestly almost got a quadruple double. That is not a joke. Ten points, ten rebounds, seven assists, 11 steals, and a block. Five turnovers. Hey, five more turnovers. You were close to a, a quintuple double? Uh, but crazy, crazy game for King Quay uh, across the way for the Knicks. Uh, I give a shout out to Goofy, of course. Obviously, uh, pretty much ninety-nine out, just fantastic. Ten points, nineteen rebounds, four assists, and a steal. This is one of the worst stats you'll ever see, by the way. Fourteen points for I am Adam, but seven assists and fourteen turnovers. The team as a whole, the Knicks, thirty-three turnovers. That's, are you serious? How does that even happen? I mean, if you're a, a Knicks gaming fan. You definitely, uh, I don't, you know, your season ends basically on, uh, the worst note possible. I mean, you're not finishing the season any worse than that, uh, unfortunately for them as they do fall in, uh, very, very bad fashion. Next game on the docket, we have Wizards District taking on Magic Gaming. Before this game, we talked about how the Magic, after their last loss, still still did have a chance to make it into the playoffs, but obviously, uh... Things were going to have to fall their way for that to happen. Now, the Magic came into this game, of course. This was a must-win for them. Wizards District really not playing for anything at this point. So you'd think you'd come out swinging if you were the Magic, but unfortunately, that was not the case. But the positive was it was very short-lived. As the second half of the first quarter, the Magic started to gain a little momentum. Then you jump into that second quarter, and they continued that with a 14-4 run, and they went into uh, halftime with a nice lead of nine points. So starting off a little slow, but we're able to right that ship and get a little momentum going into halftime. Now in the third quarter, Wizards District fought back just a little bit. They actually went on a run of their own, 7-0 to be precise, and just like that, it was a two-point game. Very, very close. But unfortunately, if you're a fan of that team, Wizards District did not have another run in them. And it, that was as close as they were able to get for the rest of the game. And this ended up actually being uh, a very solid and, and somewhat uh, not easy, but a good victory for the Magic, who end up winning this game 73-59 to is your final. Uh, we talked about how they, the slow start for the Magic only put them up two after quarter one. But they really were strong in this quarter two, strong in quarter four. And that ended up being the big difference in why they won by 14 points. For the Magic, player of the game, King Cam Royalty, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, no turnovers. Very efficient 10 of 11 from the field. For Wizards District, Reese to God led the team with 25 points, a single assist and a single steal, 5 turnovers. But pretty solid effort from him. Again, your final score in this one was a 14-point win for the Magic. Magic win, 73-59 over Wizards District. Last game of night number two, Wizards District added, added again, taking on Hawks, Town GC. And, man, you know, we talked about how they had some moments in that last game, Wizards District that is, where they, they really were able to, uh, uh, you know, at least stay in the game a little bit. And obviously they took that and moved it into this game. I'll tell you right now, this game was not close at all. I mean, this was just an absolute domination uh, from Wizards District. Even though they're not going to be making it into the playoffs, we talk about how important it is to end your season on a positive note, and they did just that. And the big reason for this was Reese God, who ends up actually setting the scoring record for this season, finished with 49 points. No joke, 49 points, 21 of 27 from the field. That efficiency is absolutely off the charts So BP actually, uh, you know, this week set the scoring record, and this was quickly demolished by Reese Degod. Just so impressive from him. But it wasn't just him. You got good productivity out of Demon JT, good productivity out of Gilly, who both got into double-digit scoring, and you actually got a number of steals uh, on defense from a, a few players. It was just an overall fantastic matchup, both ends of the court, and very, very impressive, and a good way to end your season if you are Wizards District. Now, for the Hawks, you know you lose by 30 points. That's, that's not how you want things to, to really fall your way. But uh, surprisingly, as a team, you had a lot of players that really put in uh, pretty good scoring efforts as almost every single player had double digits. Uh, funny thing, if you go into this game and you said, who's the one guy uh, that's not going to get double digits for the team? Uh, you know, you know who you probably wouldn't say is Arsenal, and he is the guy that didn't get it done. Uh, but you got double digits from J. F. Fool, Rando, Mr. Styles, and uh, XX Steel. Two lakhs. I mean, very good performances uh, from a few guys. But 16 turnovers, only 12 assists. Obviously, they let up um, a lot of points, uh, 27 assists uh, overall for the Wizards. I mean, there's reasons why this game went the way that it did. Rhys God, by the way, his, as player of the game, 49 points, one rebound, six assists, four steals. Seven turnovers isn't great, but let's not, there's not much to mock here. When you're scoring as many points as he did, you're going to turn the ball over a little bit. Very fantastic for him. And that does it for night number two of Week 12. Don't forget, this is Dash Radio's Nothing But That channel, and we are the NBA 2K League show on now to the Week 12 night <laughs> Pacers Gaming looking to finally uh, end the season and make it into the playoffs with a win here, taking on Nets Gaming Club in the first game. Now, You really hope that the Pacers are going to be able to uh, find a way to win this game. Of course, if you're a Pacer fan, that's what you'd like to see. Now, they're going for this would be the last playoff spot. And honestly, they came into this game and they looked like a team on a mission. Uh, Ended up being an absolute domination uh, from, and honestly from start to finish they won every single quarter and you start off with a 21-6 to 6 advantage in quarter one and that really sets the tone for how this game was going to go really ended up making a huge difference from a few different factors now uh, Swizerk was really, really solid as he was a big part of why they were so good in that first quarter, getting 13 points. And again, that's a 21-6 advantage after that first quarter. You're up by double digits. You hold them to single digits. It's really demoralizing if you're that team. Moving on, Wavy for the Nets actually got all of those (laughs) six points. So you talk about a team being really good in the Pacers. You look across the way, and the Nets really just couldn't get it done early on. Now, there were spots in this game where I felt like the Nets played a little bit better, but they were really never able to overcome uh, anything from that first quarter. And, and talk about being dominant on offense, but you got great defense from the Pacers as well. And playing two-way basketball is how the Pacers really found a way to win this game. You know The problem you ran into is the Nets were actually close to making the playoffs, but just could not get enough done and definitely uh, did not get enough done here against the Pacers. Uh, Mistakes, mistakes, mistakes to start this game. On the offensive end, they struggled early on. You're obviously not playing much defense if you let up 21 points in the first. And actually, 21, 18 in the second, 18 in the third, 20 in the fourth. I mean, there's really no defense being played there. You look across the way, the Pacers... Scoring all those points, but good defense, too. Uh, the highest point total in any quarter was, four, was 18 in the fourth, but six in the first, 13 in the second, 13 in the third. I mean, that's how you're going to win a basketball game is very solid play there. You know, they had uh, three guys in double digits for the Nets, but the high guy was just 14 points. And, and on top of that, they had two players. So between Shuttles and Wavy, 15 turnovers between the two players. That's not going to get you a win. And I'm not going to highlight anyone because honestly, the Nets just didn't show up in this game. For the Pacers, there's a number of guys that really jump off the page. For me, I'm going to give the player of the game nod to Ramo with the uh, double digit, or sorry, double digit scoring 15, three rebounds, but also gets the double double with 10 assists, two steals, and just a single turnover. Lots to like from him. Final score in this one 77 to 50. Pacers take. The Nets out, and they do clinch that final playoff spot. Very, very good for them. Now the playoffs have been set at this point, but there's still storylines to watch for with four games left in the Week 12 slate. Starting off with Pistons GT taking on Heat Check. You know, earlier on uh, last week we talked about, or we've talked about this, where they've had some bad games. Heat Check that is, and I think uh, you can really pinpoint that trade they made for Hood just ended up really hurting them. It didn't do them any favors. They're taking on a, a game or team in Pistons GT that have really not been great this year, uh, to say the least, as they had a single win on the season. But you know how you end your season right? Just how they did. They set the team scoring record. That's right. They scored 108 points. In, in a way, they blew out uh, the, the competition. The, the previous record was 102 points. They beat that by 6 points. I mean, absolutely impressive. I know that neither of these teams are playing for anything, but my goodness, if you're going to end the season on a positive note, what better way to do it? Not only set the scoring record, but you blow the competition out. So these are two teams that have struggled this year, but this wasn't close at all. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they had lost 13 games in all. the Pistons had. Heat check, actually, they, they end up having five wins on the season, and they get blown out 108-69 to as the final score in this game. I mean, there's not much to really necessarily talk about other than just how impressive this was. Uh, taking a look at how, how do you get that many points, right? Is it one guy? Is it two guys? It's a team effort. They had just short of four guys scoring a minimum of 20 points. Look at this. Dev Goss, 32. Insanity, 29. Splash King, 23. Joseph, 18. Uh, I, I feel kind of bad for Jacko. Two of eight from the field, only six points. You, you know, 108 points, you almost would expect everyone to be in double digits. And I think that tells you just how difficult that is. Your team sets the scoring record and you still don't have five guys in double digits. So, but a very impressive effort, nonetheless, from them. Almost a crazy triple double from Dev Goss, but you actually got a triple double from Joseph. 18 points, 29 rebounds, 14 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, just 4 turnovers. Definitely no questions asked our player of the game. Although, I can't take away from Dev Goss. 32 points, a rebound, 11 assists, 9 steals. Woo! That is fun to watch. Again, make sure you check this game out on Twitch if you missed it, or YouTube. Highlights, full game, you have lots of options. Definitely something you want to see because, again, record-breaking performance. And you know what? When you give up a record-breaking amount of points to the opposing team, I'm sorry, but I just can't give anyone a shout-out on your team. We're going to move on to the next one. Again, your final here. Pistons GT over Heat Check Gaming, 108-69 to 69 in an absolutely dominant fashion and a great way to end uh, an otherwise really tough season for Pistons GT. Uh, next up, you have the Sixers, and they are taking on Cavs Legion. 76ers now, uh, if they were able to get a win in this game, they would move to second place on the season. And you know what? They clearly were a team on a mission, and they came out swinging. And how about this? We talk about the, someone just set the team record for scoring. 76ers almost did the same thing. Absolutely remarkable. End up scoring 105 points. I mean, just like that. The crazy thing is, before these, these two games we just talked about, you're thinking to yourself, well, You know, the playoffs are already set, at least the teams that are going to be in it. The order wasn't set, but there's not a whole lot to watch for. I'm sorry, but that's just not true. Every single 2K League game has a chance to be something special, and that's why you want to make sure you go back and watch these games. 76ers were absolutely fantastic. How about this? ZDS actually ends up being the highest scoring player in a single game. We talked about earlier the record was set at 49, and just like that, ZDS beats it. 52 points, 19 of 26 shooting from the field, and 14 of 21 from beyond three. How about that? That is absolutely crazy. And that's actually another record. All the records being broken this week. So many reasons to watch the NBA 2K League. Just tons of impressive performances. Now, if the Mavs uh, coming up, uh, we have a Mavs game. If the Mavs were to win a game, the 76ers would actually uh, end up with that third seed. And so it's one of those things where the 76ers can only do so much uh, to finish the season. And they only have so much control over which seed they ended up getting it. Now, I will say Cavs-Legion put up a good fight, scored 89 points. So they only lose by 16. 16 seems like a lot, but considering how good the Sixers were in this game, uh, it's tough to argue. I mean, the Cavs finish 8-8. Eight and eight. There's lots of things to like uh, for the Cavs going forward. If you're a fan of Cavs, GC, there's, there's definitely some things uh, to like for your future, and I think it's going to be a very fun offseason for them, and we'll see who they end up keeping and uh, which direction they end up going. Uh, very, very good things to come, I think, for Cavs Legion in Season 3. Final score, of course, again, Cavs Legion do lose this one, unfortunately. It's 105-89 is the final, 76ers take it. Next up, we have Mavs Gaming. Mavs, of course, are playing for the second seed. It's it's, going to be very close. If they can win this game, just like that, they're the second seed and they're playing a, a you know a decent team in Nets GC. This is going to be at least it when you're watching this, it really seems like this is going to be one of the better matchups of the week. Knowing what was at stake, the Mavs you'd think would come out really hot, but they actually struggled early on and the Nets were actually able to take a pretty good lead 21 to 13 after the first quarter. But then you look at second quarter, third quarter, and you really got impressive play from both teams, so much so that you go into that fourth quarter and it's just a three point ball game. Nets were never able to pull away, Mavs were never able to do enough to get over the hump, at least in those first three quarters. Unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, everything seemed to change as the Mavs really took over. Now, it was close early on. But about halfway through, you really saw a Mavs team jump out of the gates. 20-4, to 4, they go on a run to end the game, and that was all she wrote. And just like that, Nets GC's season is over, and it is not, unfortunately, on a positive note. Uh, pretty good season for the Nets, but they're definitely going to leave this season with a little bit of a sour taste in their mouths as they do end on a loss. Uh, taking a look at that final quarter, 27-12 to 12 overall was the advantage for Mavs gaming. One thing I always watch for when I watch the Mavs is dimes and as far as how good is he going to be in that assist-to-turnover ratio. And 12-5 to in this game, very, very pleased there. I think it's important going into the playoffs that you have a point guard that while he can get assists and while he can score, you want someone that takes good care of the basketball, and he did just that. In fact, uh, he was very solid. We'll give him the the player-of-the-game nod. Well, actually, I take that back. Player-of-the-game, we're going to give to Pete B. Ballin. 15 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, three steals, two turnovers, but obviously very solid matchup from Dimes. And you know what? We talk about how hard it is to get all five guys in double digits. Mavs did just that. 15 for Pee Pee Ballin. Rux with 17. Moe with 11. Sherman with 15. Dimes with 20. They have the second seed locked up for the playoffs and lots of momentum going into that. As far as the Nets are concerned, I'm going to give a shout-out to Shuttles, who's been really, really solid the last few games. Nine points, 17 rebounds, seven assists, two steals, although six turnovers jumps off the page in a negative way. Very solid matchup, all things considered. 78-66, again, is your final. Mavs beat Nets GC. And the last game of the regular season what ended up being a very, very solid performance. You have Heat taking on Hawks Talon. Heat Check, of course, just got absolutely manhandled in their earlier game. Can they come back and end the season on a positive note? Hawks, unfortunately, also been struggling, and we'll see who ends up being the victor in this one. Early on, Hawks were the team up 27-17 to after one quarter, but the Heat check come right back and actually are able to get it within one point going into halftime. Uh, pretty impressive from both teams. Very solid performances from uh, two teams that, again, have nothing really to play for except for maybe a little bit of pride and a little bit of momentum to end the season. So that's where you're sitting. Now, if if it turns out this way, both these teams actually come into this game sitting at 5 and 10. So you're expecting a, a pretty good back-and-forth duel. Now, fast-forward to the, the, the second half, and just like that, uh, the Hawks actually really struggled not only actually in the second quarter, but that struggle continued in that third quarter where they were outscored in both those quarters actually by 10 points apiece so just like that, they're basically down uh, by a pretty sizable margin going into the fourth quarter Hawks were able to fight back a bit and they surged with 25 points in the fourth but they just didn't have enough on the defensive end as Heat Check themselves got 23 points and the final score in this one 92 to 85 Heat Check do end up taking it but still a pretty good way to end the 2K League season. A very solid second season as we are getting ready now for the playoffs. Now I will give a shout out as far as player of the game is concerned for Heat Check. You got a number of guys. In fact, you almost got every player in double digit scoring. But Hood, a guy that we, we sometimes harp on a little bit as not really having the games you'd expect from him or you'd hope for. 18 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 7 steals. A lot to like from him, although 7 of 15 from the field not as efficient as you would hope. And solid win though for Heatcheck, for the Heat or for the Hawks. How about this? Arsenal with the triple double, 18, 10, 11, 4 steals, although 6 turnovers. And then an almost a second triple double, which is something I don't know that we've seen here in the 2K League. Uh, from Steel 2 Lax, 12 points, 20 rebounds, 9 assists. Two steals, three blocks, four turnovers. Just a lot to like from them. Every single player was in double digits for them. No joke. So they did lose, but a very, very solid effort from the Hawks and a great way to end the regular season, of season two of the NBA 2K League. Now we're going to jump in and take a look at the playoff match. All right, so taking a look. Here we are at the playoffs. You have Blazer 5, the 1 seed, taking on Warriors Gaming, the 8 seed. Uh, T-Wolves end up with the 4 seed, taking on Kingsguard Gaming, the 5. Mavs are the 2 seed, taking on 7 seed Celtics crossover. And then 76ers GC taking on, they, so 76ers are the 3rd seed. Pacers taking, uh, the 6 seed, so 3 versus 6. Uh, taking a look at, how about this, uh, they have quick facts actually on 2K League's website. Blazers won 14 consecutive regular season games, an NBA 2K League record. Remember, of course, that streak was broken by the Wolves. Uh, for the two-seed, 2018 number one overall pick, Atreo Dimes-Boyd led the team in scoring and assists, 16.7 points per game, 8.7 assists. Uh, 76ers GC, uh, the three-seed, won the tip-off, powered by at and in April, making them back-to-back champions of the season opening tournament. T-Wolves Gaming, first expansion team ever to qualify for the playoffs and enters the playoffs on a seven-game winning streak. Kingsguard rookie Michael B.P. Diaz, 19.3 points per game, 7.9 assists per game, is one of the five MVP finalists. Pacers Gaming at the Six acquired 2018 MVP finalist Ramo... Radoncic, 14.8 points per game, 6.3 rebounds per game, 5.4 assists per game via trade with Pistons GT in the offseason. At 7, Celtics, so 2018 number two overall pick, Albano Ofab. The Mallory, 22.3 points per game, twenty or sorry 12.5 assists per game is one of the five 2019 MVP finalists. And for the Warriors, won the turn and the ticket, powered by AT&T, becoming the first team to win two tournaments in the same season. So those are just kind of a few different things to keep in mind. Now, Friday, August 2nd, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time is when we will tip off finals weekend with the second annual NBA 2K League showcase. So just things to keep in mind there. MEA 2K League will present 10 major Intel Performance Awards uh, that honor top performers from the 2019 season. The following awards will be presented during a special pre-show at 4.30 p.m. on Thursday, July 25th. All other awards will be announced during the broadcast on Wednesday, July 24th. Just a few things to keep in mind. You have Coach of the Year, Sportsmanship Award, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Most Valuable Player. Now on to uh, predictions for the finals. Now, taking a look at how things are going to uh, work out here in the NBA 2K League. Now, games start for the playoffs on July 24th. Actually, that would be end up being uh, tonight as we're recording this on Wednesday. First off, you have Warriors uh, taking on the Blazers at 5. Eastern time, of course, are all these times. You then have Celtics on the Mavs at 6. Blazers and the Warriors at 7. Celtics-Mavs at 8. And we have... Warriors, and then we also have uh, Celtics to end the night. So that's going to be the two. Those are the two, the four teams or the two series we're going to see on night number one. On night number two, July 25th, we start off with Pacers taking on the Sixers and then the Kings taking on the Wolves. Lastly, uh, we're going to see uh, who ends up moving on from the series between those two teams or those four teams I should say so those are the the nights and the schedule that you're kind of looking at now we go over kind of some predictions I guess or my predictions I'm going to say series number one Blazers versus Warriors I don't think this is going to be even close I do think Blazer five take this one as far as the next matchup, the Mavs versus Celtics, uh, this one I think could be a little closer, but I'm, I'm just not a big believer in the Celtics at this point, and I do think Mavs end up winning that series. So I, I picture the Blazer 5 and the Mavs gaming as the two teams that move on from those series. Uh, next up, 76ers taking on the Pacers. I, I'm just not sold on the Pacers. I think this is going to be another good series, but ultimately I do think Radiant and the 76ers end up moving on. Next up, you have T-Wolves Gaming taking on Kingsguard Gaming. I think actually this, you know, being a 4-5 or matchup looks closer on paper than it's going to be. Ultimately, T-Wolves are going to take this one. So we're going to have T-Wolves taking on Blazer 5 in round number 2 and Mavs taking on Sixers in round number 2 across the way. Uh, Looking at how this is going to max out, I actually have the Mavs being the team that ends up taking it in that round. So Mavs over 76ers GC. And then I'm actually going to say that somehow the T Wolves find a way to continue that success they recently had with Blazer 5. And the T Wolves beat Blazer 5. And you go to the championship, it is the T Wolves versus the Mavs. And I'm actually going to go for the shock here. I'm going to pick the expansion Timberwolves to win it all in the NBA 2K League playoffs, NBA 2K League finals. So th- there you have it. I predict that the T-Wolves are going to be the team that wins it all. Of course, I'm from Minnesota. Probably a little bit of bias there, but that is what I'm hoping for, and that is my prediction. That's going to do it for this week's show. Make sure you tune in to our show every single week, but also, do not miss the playoffs. You've got Twitch, you've got YouTube, lots of options available to you. Now, if you missed any part of our show on Dash Radio, make sure that you give us a re-listen, or a I should say listen to us in podcast form on anywhere great podcasts are found great radio shows are found Podient, Stitcher, we are available on Spotify, iTunes, all those major websites, definitely give us a listen, we also appreciate if you give us a review, a subscription and give us a rating and until next week, that's going to do it for the NBA 2K League show, keep it 2000 Playoffs, the NBA Finals. The right finals six minutes away from your team's Stay first right title. Right it's right only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Yeah, Revelation everything, yeah. yeah. fundamental, vital. Each yeah. game is survival. Never retreat. Right yeah. The yeah. like the oh, Miami South Beach, they be throwing a it up. the To the rim. Hey, it 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 Let's it's, it hey, hey, it hey, it's it up, it. Woo! Pop it up buddy! Pop it up! Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world-first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels. Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Rodecaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December, visit www.rode.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.